It is Tuesday, December 19th, 2023, and you're listening to episode number 35, maybe, of This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. done it everybody we made it to the end of the year this is going to be our last episode of the year uh congratulations if you bet the over on this show still being going at this point uh tony i think we can all agree that uh, it's been pretty much seamless particularly from a tech standpoint absolutely perfect last last week's show was a prime example and our numbering system the fact that you were able to say we were, at least in my numbering systems, at, at show 37 was an amazing job today. Yeah. I think you're correct. I think 37 sounds right now that you're saying it out loud. Uh, Phobes, welcome back. You, of course, uh, when, uh, when I mentioned that we were going to be one show short last uh, month because of Thanksgiving, immediately volunteered to be the show that got cut. And I know that you were angling for the Christmas cut as well. Too bad you're in. Uh, how have you been the past couple months? Uh, it's It's been an interesting time. So, yeah, no, we've had some good times, some bad times. So, um, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Can't wait. <laughs> let's first let's let's start with uh, let's let's start with let's start with the, the, the bad times. What's uh, what's going on, folks? You need to you, you working through some stuff. Um, uh, I was let's see. How, uh, I was about to do a final walkthrough of. Uh, of a house on a closing yesterday of a new construction, which is good. It's been a bit of a mm. nightmare to get this one closed, but um, it happened. And so we were having our, our final walkthrough, and then I, I, I had a call from an unknown number, but I'm from Moreno Valley, California, and that's kind of the general area my dad is in, so I answered it. Oh, no. Um, and it was uh, his oncologist. So, oh, um, fuck. yeah, so yeah, he has a uh, stage four lung cancer and liver cancer. So Jeez, like, right uh, now. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Phobes. First of all, yeah, very sorry to hear now. How, how long has it, have you been talking to your dad on any kind of a regular basis or has it been a while? Um, let's see. I saw him, I went and visited him during the pandemic um, before he was, cause he was moving up to. He was going to help because he was kind of managing a winery, like the the lands, not the uh, like the okay. animals and the, of this like Airbnb thing in Temecula. It was in an old winery, and so he was. Those people had sold it, but they had something up in Paso Robles at another winery they had bought. So he was moving up there to be their caretaker. So I went and saw him before he left to do that, um, and then you know we chat. Every once in a while, you know, holidays, uh, birthdays, uh, those kind of things. Um, and then he ended up, I guess they ended up selling that one as well. So he moved back down to Temecula Hemet area. And I had not heard much. He didn't really tell me where he was living or what he was doing um, until last Saturday. No, was it like last Monday 
um, he did call and let me know that he'd been in the hospital for four days. Um, mm-hmm. and finally letting me know, uh, and that they had found some, uh, nodules on his liver and they thought that it was probably some cancer that had metastasized and they were waiting on, uh, biopsy results and stuff like that. And so then I have been in contact with him. He was, then he was back home, but I talked to him a couple of days and he was not, didn't sound great. Didn't sound quite lucid. So I told him that, you know, he was waiting to hear, he said he was waiting to hear back from his doctors. I'm like, well, you need to call them. You need to um, get yourself back to the hospital or something. And then, yeah, yesterday I got a call from the oncologist and apparently he has been back in the hospital. Um, Dads, dude, they are the, my dad did the exact same thing. My, my dad had, uh, had bladder cancer. I had no idea uh you know he until he had already like gone and done a procedure and started chemo and then he called me to read me something that his doctor said and he was like carcinoma that's cancer right and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you uh i i don't i don't maybe i don't know if it's a generational thing or what but yeah they don't they don't feel the need god forbid i i I don't get a boring ass long you know phone call from him on a random like Tuesday at 2 p.m. about nothing, but God, yeah. yeah, but if it's an actual, like, you know, something important that maybe your only son should know about, no, then yeah. we'll, we'll just be silent on that for a while. Yeah, the last, I think he had called me, when was it? I think he was looking to either, he had, I apparently had called my uncle to see if, like, maybe he might, because apparently in the, the people that he'd worked for, because they felt sorry, because they kind of sold the second place, kind of and put him out of a job they um gave him like a a mobile like a fifth wheel like a big rv or something like that so i think that's what he's living in and uh he was so i think he talked to my uncle about going up to montana um that's i heard through third-party sources (laughs) um but yeah so when yeah did, when did, I, did the oncologist was it the oncologist does the oncologist tell you about his moving uh i just assume no. that his oncologist is much closer to him than you are at this point well she did say that yeah she's like uh we won't be releasing him back to the rv so he's either you know he'll be meeting with his primary care team um so either he will Go, stay in the hospital a while longer or actually be moving to hospice. Uh-oh. Fuck, dude, I'm sorry. That's that's brutal. Yeah, so that was that was my phone call yesterday. Um, and then I have not but heard. Did, I've, but, I've called him. I've called, I was going to say, did it close, though? But did, did, the, did the property. But did the property close? It, it did. Yes. All right. Good job. It's hard to do that nowadays. So good job. Congratulations. Uh, okay. So you're still trying to, so is there a chance that you're going to be headed up that way? Yeah. I'll have money to spend on trips to LA and figuring out what the hell's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. What, well. what positions he has. And now he hasn't, I haven't been able to get a hold of him in two days. So I'm not sure what's going on. Dude. All right. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. That's uh, that's never great news. Isn't it weird that even though you don't have a great relationship with your parents, you still feel like this sense of responsibility, like when they get themselves into this kind of a problem, like my dad, you know, didn't, didn't particularly care 
uh, to be like a super active part of, uh, of raising me. Um, but now he's, you know, he's in his early eighties and he's lives alone and I'm trying to like manage him from afar. And it's, and I feel, and I feel like it's, you know, it's my responsibility somehow. Meanwhile, this fucking guy, like when I was a child and needed to, to be raised, couldn't do anything. Now he's an old guy and I, and I'm the one that has to feel responsible for him. It's a, it's a fucking, it's a messed up game that they play. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a mind fuck. I'm like, hmm, uh, I care-ish. No, I mean, <laughs> I care. But... Right. No, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, yeah, well, thanks again for sticking me with something. Right, it, it is. It's one more time. One more time. He's got to get you on the way out. <laughs> By the way, another thing I need you to take care of as my child. Ooh, right. now I'm mad. Um, I I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, well, I should tell her. And like, we, I haven't, I haven't seen her in, you know, why well, she actually, they came out at the end of last year and I actually saw her and her son, her, her two kids and stuff like that. And we actually hung out for the first time in like 25 years or something. And it was a very hard conversation. She's like, you know, like, what did I do wrong? And I'm like, oh, you did nothing. Our father's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Wow. He's, uh, it's not, and then I was kind of telling her, it wasn't so green on the other side, so just so you know, you weren't missing anything. You might have had the better deal. Because, now she's oh. your half-sister, right? Right. Yeah, from my dad's second yeah. marriage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah well, I'm glad I did that. For 11 that, months. So... <laughs> if you do yeah. the math real quick, yep, that's just yeah. about enough time. Yeah. Um, My dad claimed wow. that, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so that, that's the only reason she married him was to have a baby, but I have no idea what that, the veracity of that statement. God, God forbid you don't get his genes uh, yeah. in, in your children. That's, that's who you want to lock down. I am not one of these uh, egotistic, I am fine to end the line right here. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think this thing's run its course. I think there are better blind genetic lines out there that should go forward. Not Elon Musk. He should not be having 12 fucking kids. Or that, what's his, uh, Nick Cannon? What's the guy from, uh, so you think you can dance? Uh, what's that? Or no, uh, uh, Nick uh, Cannon. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Those people yeah, should no, not. But... Yeah. Meanwhile, they're, they're going to single handedly populate the earth and it's fine. Um, I, uh, well, listen, that's, that's brutal. Now, what about other than the house closing? What's, uh, and anything good happen? Any good mooches the past couple months? Uh, give us an update. What do you, uh, what, what's some of the other stuff you've been up to? Um, I think when was the last, uh, I mean, we mooched a cup, got a couple game football games out of, uh, um, uh, out of spoon. We went to a couple games. Mm-hmm. I think that would be, I haven't been to the last two. I missed this 63 point game, which would have been like, uh, I thought that, you know, I, I'm kind of sad. I missed that one. Um, and I missed the Vikings game, which I don't understand how a team can get zero points and then get 63 points. And absolutely the coach should have been fired. I Richard Sherman. They should have fired the Chargers coach at halftime. I don't know how you give up 47 oh, points to a team that couldn't score. Yeah. Four days terrible. <laughs> But I am. I kind of uh, got a. Yeah. I got a like a mooch reward. I'm like, this is kind of a. I'm not sure how you, mm-hmm. how you manage this. So, someone I like had, 
I think what game was it? I forgot. A couple months said like about three hours before the game sent me a text saying, "Hey, I got two tickets to the game. Do you want them?" And I was like, "Sure." Um, and then he's like, "Oh shit!" You know, someone already bought them. But by the time I went to take them down from Ticketmaster, someone already bought them. So he apologized. I'm like, "You don't have anything to apologize for. You were going to give me something for free. It's cool." Um, so then that happened again with the the Thursday night game. He's like, hey, I, and then he's like, oh, fuck, I did it again. He's like, so I, he's like, how about, I'm just going to give you the tickets to the Broncos game. So, cause I feel bad for not giving you free tickets That's- before. I was like, so I'm like, I'm, this, I'm, this is the fucking, this is, this is the culture that you have created and it's, infuriating I think this would yeah this would I've gotten I've gotten some kind of spell or something it's ridiculous so they are now feeling guilty because they could not properly give you the free shit that they had said that they were going to give you do you what an absolute mind fuck that is oh I'm mad about it um okay well listen that's yeah, good I- speaking of moot oh go ahead go ahead yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I did. I got a. I did. A, was able to. I was got a game from Aquaman. He took me to a Golden Knights game. Excellent. So, yeah. Now I know. I know Tony has been very uh, interested to hear about a recent uh, um, event. I don't know if it was mooched or not, but uh, Tony's been. Uh, uh, simmering, wanting to ask you about F1. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, I, I just wanted to know your thoughts on the um, disaster that was F1 and how it led to Vegas's downfall. Yeah, no, um, if you listen to any blogger or any, it really got checked my hide. Um, uh, I, uh, I usually don't comment on some, like, on social media, things like that, but there was a few that I just had to, these people were just so full of shit. And like I said, I, from this, you know, I have said on the show you know there are definitely there were some mistakes made there were some you know uh, hopefully they learn from these things their pr definitely f1's pr is a fucking disaster as uh, far as hang on hang on this isn't what you said on the show this is a little it bit is. of revisionist history right here no i said there were problems you have but to I'm agree. Not, what happens i was i was not a dooming it i said the traffic was a mess but it would not i always said it was never as bad as other people made it out to be um, but I, I said they made some big mistakes. They didn't engage the populace, the local populace, like they should have. Um, and there were, they didn't communicate, either the county and F1 didn't communicate well about exactly what was going to take place as far as closures and stuff like that. And some of the stupid stuff they did, like, I understand they had to put barriers on the walkways, right? And then, but then they got more by they didn't, I don't know why they had to do it seven days early because it literally took a few hours for them to do it. And that's what really pissed people off. So then people were tearing down the, the film they put on the windows. They were tearing down the, like, they were damaging the, the scaffolding and they were they, getting tons of negative press from all these, you know, vloggers and quote-unquote influencers. Uh, influencers, there's that word. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this was the thing, like, and then afterwards, well, f- during, everyone's like, oh, I've heard it's, everything's dead and blah, 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 and then MGM's like, hey, we had our best weekend ever, and they're like, oh, I don't believe it. So there's really, it's it's the Trump era of, you know, media, and if you just say something, it's true. D- damn the facts, I mean, but there, I mean, there was, a, there was a definite, like, have and have nots, like, those people within those... 
facilities. But that's Vegas. Within- that's any sporting event, though. There, there is always a tiered system, and yes, F one's an extreme example. But so the same thing happens at Allegiant Stadium. There are corporate tickets. There are general public tickets. There are those that only sit out in the parking lot. That that's the way it works. And just because it's on a well, larger I mean, scale, yeah, I mean not really. Um, um, but also, I mean, but you will see celebrate. You know, it's like Mandalay Bay. All of the casinos and stuff will have something going on, and you know, something to do related to the game. And that it was very much a you know, you were inside the circuit or outside of the circuit, and. They, and part of it, I think it was a self-fulfilling prophecy because all these bloggers and influencers were like, oh, it's trash, it's terrible, don't come here. It's, and then when people listened to them, then they were like, oh, look, it's terrible, no one came here. Um, yeah, so so is, what, is any of it, was there truth to any of it? What, was it not as well attended as they were expecting? Like, is, is, any of, is any of it true? Or in your opinion, is it all, you know, just a bunch of shit from what you observed? I mean, it, like the the airport numbers were good we're still waiting like to see the tax numbers but it looks like the hotel revenue was great there was some there's some stories like inside like in win and mgm about some huge tips because everyone was like oh the europeans so tip it's going to be terrible uh they don't know how to do that but then there was something like i think the win because the win dealers ended up sharing nine hundred thousand dollars in tips for one day so they got like twenty five hundred dollars each or something like that um, which is a huge amount uh, for that day. But, I mean, there were definitely, you know, uh, but then I heard, like, things like Mandalay Bay and those that were outside were dead. And uh, someone said, like, a downtown at the plaza where they have their, like, worst day ever. But some of it is, I, I take it with a grain of salt, I'm like, well, tell me what it was like, not last week, or but tell, what was it like this week in November? Because that's why they did this race is to fill – Usually the late November, early December is our slowest time of the year. That's why they put in the rodeo to boost those things. And that week before, thanks, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, is always like the deadest of the year. So I want to see when those numbers come out. I think, you know, overall it was very successful. And after, you know, you know obviously the Thursday night and that, but I have, that has happened on other road races. And, it, you know, everyone, but if you looked at it, they're like, oh, they didn't think to, you know, everyone's like, Oh, how stupid! They didn't think to weld down the the uh, water covers, and they did. This one happened to have the concrete around the weld popped loose, and some of that stuff you're just not going to know until cars drive over it at 200 miles an hour. Yeah, but I will I say that's not on Vegas. Uh, that that is really on the circuit officials. For they yeah. should have in, inspected that, and they would have known the loads going over it. So that that was an F1 issue. I, I I don't so much have a problem with what happened on the Thursday night. Um, I it's just um, there was talk that this was only going to be a, a one event deal in the end, even though Absolutely. it was signed yeah, for no, ten I years. Think, well, it's not ten years, but um, it pro- probably will be. But yeah, one of our big famous, you know, Las Vegas bloggers was like, "Oh, only one and one and done for F1, increasingly likely per a sponsor." And I'm like, "You're fucking an idiot." That's absolutely. Who is it, Phobes? Who who are the who are these influencers? Shame them. Well, that's Vital Vegas, and he's like half right on (laughs) some things, Uh, but he's a giant prick overall. But um, uh, and yeah, were you gonna say something, Tom? No, I was just laughing. Sorry. Yeah, no, he, uh, so he has all these, like, and I'm like, none of that's true. So, I mean, they signed a three-year deal. That's what's, and they spent $500 million to build 
the paddock or the pit area, since we can't call it a paddock. Thank um, you, Stephen Paddock. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they spent, and so the deal, but, you know, Clark County has done everything. And that's the other thing. Even the people support it, everyone's like, oh, this is fucking 10 years. I'm like, it's not. It's just the ignorance out there. They've signed a three-year deal. That's what we have in the books. Clark County has cleared the way for it to be 10 years. They have pre-authorized the event uh, permit. They've done all that stuff. So uh, it's very likely that it will get extended, but no one has, you know, has said yet. Uh, they haven't made that official announcement, but it's probably likely. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, as far as on, on TV, everyone said it looked good. Even the, you know, the detractors from the race, uh, you know, everyone was saying that it was funny, like everyone is selectively quoting, you know, Max Verstappen and, but he's kind of a whiny bitch anyway. I'm like, that's just kind what he does of. as far as he's what I've seen from whiny bitch ever. Um, and he's an asshole as well. And his father-in-law is a real asshole. But yeah, right. you, mm-hmm. nobody takes Max's account in for anything. The only yeah. the only drivers you really take in Las Vegas. So you know, it's like okay, well, and he's wearing an Alpha style jumpsuit. So you know, that turned out. And and it, it, you know, I think the weather, even though you know, from what I hear, you know, is a you know, Tony can you know, is a boring track. The weather conditions made it more exciting because you gotta you know, you might slip around those corners. <laughs> See, that was overhyped too because um, people look at something on a piece of paper and it doesn't show you the actual intricacies of the track. This is a sport where we as the general public can't actually see the actual difficulties of a track. There are some tracks that on paper look phenomenal but are boring, yet there are other tracks. This is uh, one of two recent street tracks that I can think of that were said to have a boring layout but have actually turned out to be really good events. Um, the um, Where are we? Azerbaijan race is a phenomenal yeah. race and that was originally thought to be a very boring layout. So you can't take these things on paper. The people actually designing these things are often better place to make assessments and tiny changes in corner radiance and stuff like that really changes how you actually um, drive around a track. And you can look at something from a like track overview map, but it doesn't do it justice. And it did look really good. Um, the the yeah. um, actual TV coverage came across phenomenal um, on my side of the globe. And it was, yeah. it was really interesting to see a night race in a different city. We've had it in places like um, Singapore, which is a very tight confines, but Vegas with big American roads is a much more open street event. It's very different. And it was interesting to say that. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the construction next year, how quickly they can build things up and break things down. And that should be a much smoother process. How long did it take them to break things down to get the city back to not not we'll, its we'll usual, but know, go back to a working city? Yeah, they're, they're, they're they still, still doing it, it, so we'll let you know. Still some of the, the lighting is around, like, uh, around Sands and Bellagio. The light structures are still there. They haven't taken down the um, Flamingo, the, uh, the temporary bridge over Flamingo on Flamingo yet. Um, they may keep that one. They said they may just keep that until after CES because there's too much stuff going on with New Year's and um, then CES and we jump right into, like, the shows and stuff like that. So they might – I know Stephen Hill of the Las Vegas Convention Center said, oh, actually, 
it looks like we might keep this permanent, but I, they're not going to keep a temporary route permanent, but they may look to build a bridge there. Yeah. But now there's also been announced that there's a class action suit of some of these uh, shitty businesses that are around there um, that say they are suffered from all the construction and from being, because there's two gas stations on that corner that kind of got, you have to like go around or up and down, you know, um, they got severely, I guess, curtailed and said they had to lay off people during because of the construction. So, all um, right. Still, listen, we, we, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have gone into the weeds in a way that I was not anticipating it. Um, I, uh, I blame Tony mainly for this because he's into F1. But once we start talking about HR issues with local gas stations, I'm going to need to step in. Okay. And I'm going to need to say, over, overall, Phobes, your experience when you were actually there. What, what day were you there? What did you watch? And how was your experience? And did you um, pay for I the ticket? Wednesday, the pretty opening show, which was like 55 minutes. Um, it was a very cool concert. Uh, there were some great, you had like uh, some, you know, uh, what was it? You had... Uh, Tiesto and Steve Aoki and Kylie Minogue and um, what's uh, John Legend and all of these people that did like one song and they were live and they were there. It was very cool. It was cold and rainy that night. It was, there was a bit, a bit of a drizzle. Um, and, but it was a great short concert. So yeah. And then I uh, didn't have to pay for that one either, but, um, <laughs> but there were, some, there were some visitors. I guess they paid like $85 to it. What you really want to get is, you want to find? You want to see if you can get a Johnny Forex on here because he got the uh, VIP experience for the whole fucking weekend. Um, so he can tell us what it was like up in the uh, the uh, executive suites. Was it through his through his uh, through his wife? Absolutely, yes. Or is he? Or is I was going to say, or is he just like about it? He's just like an F one guy and decided to go all in. Um, absolutely through his wife. So. Yeah, that's that makes uh, makes sense. All right, well, listen, that's that's great. Um, I want to uh, I, let's transition this into some Vegas news because there's there is in addition to F one, there's also been uh, kind of a lot happened in the past couple months. Two no two new casino openings. So let's let's start Vegas news now because uh, we invited Spoon on the show. I guess he's busy fucking an old lady, and so he couldn't make it. So I'm gonna do an update. Uh, okay. At the at the end of the show, so why don't we go right right into right into Vegas news? Uh, uh, go go ahead, folks. Where do you want to start with it? Because there's been a lot of shit. Yeah, well, on those things. Um, oh, I, I did have a, a lunch with our friend Tiny from Calgary, who comes out every year, and Kevin, who came out for rodeo. Uh, the rodeo, yeah. and that has been extended to 2032. That has gotten a 10 year extension. They just announced that this week, so rodeo's not going anywhere. They like it here. And for uh, those of us, uh, for those of us that like to park uh, at curb at the South Point and just run in and use the betting kiosks on uh, on the weekends, boy, it uh, it causes a problem. Nobody talks about that. Well, no one talks about, about all of the uh, a, a class action lawsuit for your inconvenience. I have. Thank <laughs> you. Know what? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. That's an excellent yes. point. I had to all fucking park. I don't even want to tell you where I had to park. Monopolist law firm, they'll they'll take care of it. They they do all of these. Episodes. They will. Now they're probably sending right, me for keep this. Keep going. Let's go. 
Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, now on the we, on the other on the not so great side, we did have our uh, second keynote um, mass shooting. Uh, yeah. This time at UNLV. So some nut job who didn't get a, some old white guy who couldn't get a job uh, decided he would go shoot up uh, the university um, and killed uh, three instru- professors and someone. Uh, there's another one I think that is still they haven't announced identity. They're still recovering, um, but uh, he was uh, quickly gunned down himself. And yeah, that was uh, welcome to Merca. He also yeah, sent like exactly. two letters with white powder to all kinds of. Uh, other like universities and people at UNLV and some other universities who he couldn't get a job at apparently. See, this is the thing with white guys these days. They used to be more creative. Remember Ted Kaczynski? Now there was a yeah. nut job you could at least be entertained by. Go Bears. He was a cow grad. <laughs> well, that, that, Cannot, that yeah, checks Go out. Bears, he says. <laughs> but can we get a manifesto? I agree with you. Can we at least get a manifesto? Yes. Can we have to hunt you down because you're, you know, you're 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 working in the shadows? Uh, I agree with you. Where is the creativity? Yes. Go then- Bears. He said, "Go Bears." <laughs> about a murderer. Um, all right. Let's... Here's another one that maybe we're not so proud of. Um, I don't know if you've seen all of this uh, hullabaloo, but apparently some uh, young uh, staffer of one of uh, Senator Ben Cardin from, I think, New oh, Jersey yeah. uh, to uh, fuck in the judiciary room, uh, get, a, get yes. a, some nice uh, gay sex action in the judiciary uh, conference room of the Senate. So he was also a Calgaret, unfortunately. Man, you guys are cranking them out. Who else is on that esteemed list? Yeah. Um, wow, that's good. Um, all right. Uh, what? Oh, you know what? I uh, never mind. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let you take it. So, rodeo. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna have to deal with rodeo for, uh, rodeo for another uh, ten years. Yeah. So, yep. um, Gay is uh, taught at Cal. Um, Amazon has bought 300 acres uh, out by Boulder City for undisclosed purposes, which is a little scary. Um, I don't know what? what they're going to be doing there. Could be warehouse, could be uh, solar farm, could be, you know, their uh, new, uh, you know, fortress of solitude. I don't know what exactly they're going to be building out there. Space shuttle launches. Are we going to get space shuttle launches? Uh, well, I'm possible. I don't know. I mean, Bezos, um, is a, he's in that game, right? Isn't he in the space yeah, travel game? Penis shaped yeah. uh, rocket that he launches. <laughs> Dude loves a, loves a dick pic, that guy. Yeah. Everything is dicks with him. Is he a Calgary? Um, <laughs> Washington. Um, I did. I, I went to, you know, the uh, we went. We had a nice little alumni event for the uh, uh, disillusion of the Pac-12. Uh, some of the alumni mm-hmm. for UCLA and USC and Cal and Stanford, we got together and uh, had a little going away for the Pac-12, which is very sad. Um, I was uh, brought a tear to my eye when I saw the mascots at that last Pac-12 championship game. You know, for the last time, kind of. Uh, now we get to now I got to learn all about the ACC. Yeah. Oh, who? Don't bother. Why? <laughs> Fucking Virginia or who's even in it? I, I don't know. Clemson, I think, but they're trying to get out already. Boston, uh, Florida State, I believe. And it's also like thank thank you so much for uh, for waiting until Arizona finally got their shit together for the yeah. first time 
in history. Uh, we put together a really solid football season, ranked in the top 25, ranked in the top 20, favored against Oklahoma in uh, the, the whatever bowl. I forgot what bowl they're playing in on the 28th. But uh, they finally did it. And then Arizona basketball, well, up until a untimely mishap against Purdue, was undefeated and number one in the country. Uh, and then uh, it's all for nothing because now we're going to go to fucking the big 16 and just get our asses handed to us by Kansas every year. Yeah, so good times. Um, so they've announced the a new, Go ahead. They've announced a new um, Nitro Cross, which is a, a short track j- with jumps and bank turns where it takes uh, the whole race lasts for five or six minutes. And there's new races every 15 minutes. And they're going to put that behind the Paris Planet, uh, Planet Hollywood. Um, and if that wasn't good enough, it is owned by the Fertitas and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the UFC guy, White. Uh, what's his first name? Dana. Uh, oh, Dana White. Yeah, Dana White. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to, you, you know that that crowd is going to be fun. So is this a sporting event? Is this like Supercross or, or is it something you actually go and participate in? You watch it. It's Nitro Cross. So it's professionals racing. Oh, it's like and... Supercross, but are you ready? Are you ready, Tony? Nitro. Nitro. I love that's, uh, that's the, the difference. Dana White. Um, you're used to yeah, you're used to Super. Yeah. This is going to be Nitro. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. It's probably something that uh, that they'll be selling live. You can buy Nitro Cross, um, or it's uh, it's the new Miracle Cure that we'll be talking about by all of the UFC and uh, podcasters related to them. Um. Uh, let's okay, see. I've, I've worked out what it is. It's not motocross because it's not on bikes. It's actually rallycross, but by a different name. So it's um, essentially like rally cars, but there are like six of them racing on the same track at the same time. Yeah. So Sounds like a um, recipe for we'll, death. I'm yeah. in. Hopefully, yeah. Um, we And then, yeah, we will get – so we've had two new casinos open for the first time in, you know, seems like a generation. Uh, we had the – the Durango Casino, which seemed to have sprung out of nowhere. I mean, literally, like, 11 months ago was a dirt lot. Yeah. Hmm? And now there's a very shiny new, uh, it's in the Stations family. They they removed the, they didn't, you know, it's in the Red Rock Green Valley. They're not putting the station part on it because those are the lower class. Um, these are the upper level of the yeah. station. Yeah. Um, I have not been over there yet. Um, I... I I'm like, whatever, it's still, it's just a local's casino. It looks pretty, but I'll get over there eventually. I know I saw that the, you know, every year the the realtors, we have our general membership meetings and luncheons three times. I saw that next year's are all going to be over there. So I'll get a chance to see that sometime next year. Yeah. Or earlier. For, and then the long awaited, like I, you know, it was under construction when I moved here, um, went right. bankrupt. It's been a blight on the city the whole time I've lived here. Uh, the Fontainebleau finally opened um, after, you know, 18 years and a couple of sales. And it's back to one of the original, I think we talked about this before, one of the original developers is back in it. Um, so they had their gala. And they also kind of did a, um, you know, I, I've heard some rumors that it's very slow over there. Obviously, it's in a weird location. Obviously, there's not a lot going over there. Um, but they also did a... The, on the 13th, they had their pre-opening, which was very, um, we don't want the public to be a part of this. This is like 
ultimate invite only. Like they had, like you saw their like press release thing is like, okay, Las Vegas Boulevard is closed. The ride you can't ride share can't drop off there. The parking um the parking won't be open till after one a.m. They just had thing after another. It was like, okay, we really don't want you scrubs to be anywhere near this place. It's only going to be for um, the invited guests, the influencers, the uh, uh, Justin Timberlake did like the opening number, and um, he and uh, Paul Anka, um, they were the ones that like threw the first roll of crap dice. That was oh. kind of their big. Uh, I've heard now again. I'm a big influencer guy, so I've everything I've heard <laughs> from the influencers. <laughs> Who loved to who loved to skew positive? I actually heard nothing but good things about Durango, and yes. nothing but bad things about Fountain Blue. Uh, you know, they didn't uh, that they you know that when they did it their big grand opening, they didn't uh, have everything uh, available like at the you know at the bars, and you know the a lot of the the rooms and the bathrooms and stuff were dirty and and all this stuff. What do you think, Phobes? You think this is just more influencer propaganda, or do you think that they probably fucked up? Uh, I think probably a little of both. I think they were like I, they didn't invite a lot of those influencers to the opening night, so I think some of them were a little butthurt. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't they were very like elitist. Um, and but I, but I've heard. I mean, on the flip side, I've heard everyone who has gone has said like it's visually stunning and spectacular. Now whether they can live up to that and these behind the scenes thing, I think they did rush to get open. I don't think they were quite ready. Um, but that's I mean that's kind of par for the course. It happens every time, you know, they open and not everything works yet or, you know, things are, but Hey, it's better than, you know, it had windows falling out of it for years and, you know, floods and you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So um, I'm going to try to get over there. I'll probably get over there. Uh, you know, Callum's actually arriving to town today. So I'm going to be hanging out with them a little. So maybe we'll, uh, I'll go, go with them and we'll go take a look at that. Um, but the what kind of curious, you know, the, um, all net arena that was supposed to open next door in that big gaping hole between Fontainebleau and Sahara. Finally, after 10 years of bullshit and extensions and the finally the Clark County commission put the kibosh on it and said, look, this is never going to happen. You don't have the money. You don't have the resources. So that one's finally dead. So we'll see that leaves that hole up to development. Now we'll see kind of what happens with that. Now, don't they, I actually had heard this. Don't they call, the student union at Cal, the big gaping hole. <laughs> How dare you? Sorry. All right, go ahead, folks. What, what do we have next? Union, for God's sake. So. <laughs> How dare you? Any, anything else? Um, let's see. Um, let's see. I think that was pretty. I think that's all pretty much the big news. I'm um, trying to think. Yeah, no. Okay. Um. They have said that um, you know uh, U two announced that they're extend they're adding a few more shows to the sphere, but they'll be closing. I think it looks like sometime February March. Um, Fish is doing a four day concert there, a residency. So that'll be an interesting. Uh, be a lot of just high people like zoning out on that. Um, you get a lot of nitrous balloons uh, at the, yeah, at the like, sphere that get all that in there. It's a pretty tightly controlled. It's not like just a big, you know, parking lot at some, you know, you know, football stadium. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the yeah, stadium. so fish fans, it's it's shrooms and edibles that night. Okay, don't come with your nitrous tanks. 
That's yeah. not what this show's going to be about. Shrooms and edibles. Please be responsible and respectful. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, have you been in there at all to see? Um, I mean, obviously not you too, but just like the, or maybe you, know, you too. I got, <laughs> yeah, I got COVID, so I was not able to go to that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but because uh, they're doing, you can just go. You can just go there and see, like, like not a concert, but they're doing like a like a thing. What are they doing? A show called Postcards from Earth um, that Darren Aronofsky yeah. directed. Um, so, and I, it's somewhere between twenty nine and ninety nine dollars, depending on where you go and where you sit. I may be seeing that next week. Uh, some friends that are going to see it, so I may uh, crash okay. that and go that with them. Might be good on shrooms. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, listen. Let's. Uh, well, we'll we eagerly uh, await that. Now, I uh, like I said, I I'm not going to go into the detail that uh, that spoon goes into, but I did want to at least do an update on the uh, on the Circa Millions contest, mainly because the past two months have really been a uh, a reversal of fortunes. Yeah. Team Sweatpants Boner, uh, I made a very sharp coaching decision. To just start going with table maps because that dude is on like a streak that does not exist in uh, in normal sports betting. Uh, I think Spoon told me that if Max had just been picking because Spoon and Max have their, you know, they have their own entry together. Yeah. If they had just been using Max's picks this entire season, Max would be in third place oh, wow. in the entire Circa Millions contest. Unfortunately, they've been splitting that with Spoon, who's had some struggles. And I would love to know Max, who's a good guy, good heart. I know that he, like we all, appreciate Spoon for doing the legwork and doing all this. But a part of him has to lay in bed and just go like, motherfucker. Like, yeah. it's so much money if you, if you finish in the top <laughs> three. It's just so much money. Yeah, well, I know I, there was so, on the, on the, I think they're, they were down to 13 on the survivor contest. And I, there was all these rumors that 12 of the uh, 13 had, had wanted to do a chop and of 5 million in play for the remaining 4 million where they would each get $400,000. And one, the person yeah. who happens to be a uh, fairly known uh, poker player, Sean Perry um, said, no, um, that he's like, I believe in my skill, and so I'm not. I don't want to chop. So I think it got down. I don't know. I haven't seen the number. Did it get down to nine or something like that? Um, after this week, so and then they make them do this week because they make them do like a pre-Christmas and a Christmas. So there's like actually two weeks this week on the Survivor yes, thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you have to, exactly. You have to do, uh, and I think they did the same thing uh, on Thanksgiving where you had to do like the. Um, uh, a survivor pick for Thursday and uh, the, yeah, the Thursday games and Saturday games and the same thing. I don't know, whatever it is. But, uh, but the fact is if that dude wins it, then he's just got the biggest dick ever and good yeah. for him. And if not, then he's a big stupid idiot. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's hilarious. Um, that he was just like, I'd prefer to not have $400,000 and I'm just going to roll the dice on uh, uh, however many teams I have left to pick from. Um, so, Deferring to Max's pick whenever there has been like a dispute or uh, has really worked uh, to the point where Team Sweatpants Boner has overtaken Team Know-It-All Mooch, who is in freefall. We are now at uh, 38, 33, and 4. 
know-it-all mooches down to 36, oh. 36, and 3, oh. a miserable 500. <laughs> um, only, only, only one game ahead of Spoo, who had some real challenges early in the season. Um, and I have to say, you know, listen, I'm not here to cause problems. You know me. But I have to say, this starts at the top, Phobes, because you have notched 50 points total in two, the, 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 the last two weeks. Yeah, no, uh, but I'm, I'm like, how many of my picks counted? I don't know how many of our picks got into oh, the no, 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 this guy. Here we go. You are the That's manager. Exactly you what are I was waiting for. Yeah. Doesn't not, the box stop with you? It's just as hard to go 0 and 5 as it is to go 5 and 0, so. You're right. So you're a genius. Uh, uh, I will say, if we're going down to the uh, uh, to the individual uh, stats, Table Max is running away with this thing. I mean, literally, he would have to get zero points the remaining three weeks, and uh, either Rick and Reston, who, by the way, Rick and Reston, huge comeback for that guy. He kind of started in the bottom, sort of third of the pack, and has been working his way up. Some really nice weeks. He's currently in second place. Tony, you're in third place still, even though you <laughs> missed last week's deadline. Shows how bad Fobes is doing uh, when he can't even mi- beat me when I, I don't get my picks in. Miss, Mrs. Thick Johnson, a, uh, formerly Mrs. Wooden Spoon, uh, is, uh, is in fourth. And Phobes, even with his terrible picks the last two weeks, still clinging to the top five. I have dropped down to eight, but only because I have started focusing on the team as opposed to my individual picks. So that's what's happening there. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it kind of it, it kind of goes goes down from there. But uh, I will say, interestingly enough, Phobes, both of our number one picks are uh, are the two last place. Um, well, I guess I guess Spoon has kind of dug his way out of the uh, of the cellar. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, your your top pick and uh, my top two picks have really had some struggles this season. Hey, it's it's tough out there. Is it really? It nice? is. I didn't find it that tough. No. Oh, shut up, Tony. Pain in my ass. Uh, so, uh, by the way, uh, speaking of everyone who is involved in the Circle Millions contest, please make sure that you get your picks in by Friday at noon, Tony. Friday at noon, there uh, Eastern time. There are uh, Saturday a whole slate of uh, of of Saturday games. They're playing, uh, yeah, fucking Saturday. Sunday and then three games Monday. They're really uh, they're really going after it. So for for this Christmas weekend, so make sure that you get your picks in early if or, you are part or don't, of that. You'll probably still uh, do better than Phobes. There's it's possible. Listen, I am uh, I am just trying to crack the top five. That's my goal. It's not looking great that I'm going to get into the top five every week. I look at it and I'm like, all right, I just need I just need to you know. Like a good four in one week, and I'm gonna boom slingshot. But uh, that doesn't happen. Uh, that hasn't happened. And then fucking Rick and Reston just keeps uh, just crushing it. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. What I really need, Phobes, is for you to continue on your losing streak, so the team that ends up uh, ahead. And we'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens from there. We're, this is it. Home stretch. Uh, three weeks left, I think, of this thing. Yeah. 
So it'll be interesting to see how the whole thing shakes out. Uh, all right, I think I think that's everything that I wanted to get to. I guess we should mention Tony uh, for uh, for everyone who sent me a message about how abruptly the last show ended. Uh, why don't you talk about? We, we were having a really good comedy conversation. I was all lathered up and ranting, uh, and then what happened? The show failed. Literally, we got fifty five minutes through the show. We were doing the outros. And halfway through doing the outro, I was like, oh, fuck. And the uh, SD card had failed somewhere in the last five minutes because I had been keeping an eye on the, the show. And, yeah, it failed. So we only were able to salvage the first 31 minutes of the episode. Luckily, it ended on a cohesive point. But Brian wasn't able to give out his comedy recommendations. Uh, for two guys that you should check out rather than the um, assholes that do it badly. Well, I'll just say them now because uh, the the reality is every time we've ever tried to recreate stuff that is yeah on away like it's just never it never works out. Uh, I will just say yeah, listen if you're looking for something to watch over the uh, over the holidays, uh, get away from your family uh, instead of watching Matt Rife, who is a hot mess as a stand up comedian. Uh, if you haven't seen Shane Gillis yet, uh, definitely check out Shane Gillis. He's incredible for all you people out there that like to whine that you can't say stuff. He uses the word gay and, uh, retard and all of these other words that you really like, but he's incredibly gifted and talented and does it in a way that, uh, that is funny, more funny than it is offensive. And that's how you can do that kind of comedy. Oh, you may um, tell jokes. And, uh, and also, right. There's jokes. Uh, and then uh, Stavros Halkius, who I am so happy is having like his moment to kind of pop in the comedy world right now. This dude has just been hilarious for a really long time. Uh, and uh, he is what I like to call the opposite of Matt Reif. He looks like a hot mess. He, uh, he, he, he doesn't look like a model. He looks like a complete disaster. He's he everything like he you want a comic a to look show. like. How he hasn't been to a Tycon, quite frankly, and I'm not sure that he hasn't. Remember that one guy with suspenders? Was that him? Um, but <laughs> I, I will just say that, yeah, it's uh, his, his special is is terrific. So if you're looking for two very good specials to watch, watch those two. And uh, if yeah, if uh, maybe at some point I'll uh, I'll get back into some of the other stuff I ranted about. But that's what happened on the last one. You know what my favorite part was, Tony, is that the show failed in the first three minutes. Yes. We were doing the intro, the show failed, and you're like, oh, shit, okay, well, let's just give it a try, and I'm going to keep an eye on it. And then we did the whole show, and you're like, oh, fuck, it failed halfway through. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> it didn't fail halfway um, through. It just, it, the way it divides up the show into half-hour chunks, because if I was to export the show and, and manually edit it, I'd have to do it in two chunks. But, yeah, we, we lost that second chunk with, like, five minutes to go. It was infuriating. Um Let's just say I've changed the um, micro SD card um, and this one has gone smoothly up until the 50-minute mark. Well, at least as far as the recording goes. Can't do much about the uh, the, the smooth tech okay. issues that we have. Can we smooth yeah. these things out. Oh, oh. I, I assumed you just meant the content. Um, all right. Well, then, listen, I think, I think that's it, guys. Have you seen the new show, The Bookie, with Maniscalco? No, but I've heard it's really good. I got to check it out. It's on HBO Max, right? Yes, and he, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's uh, still like an illegal bookie in LA. Yeah, and he's got like, yeah. So I want to get, uh, get your thoughts on that. 
right, I'm going to check it out. I'll check it out over the break, and uh, we'll chat about it next time uh, you're on. Because I, I've, I've actually a, a few people have reached out to me and said it's it's a really good show. So I'm gonna uh, yeah I'm gonna see what it's all about. Um, all right, listen. Uh, let me just say to everybody out there, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thank you guys so much. Uh, those of you who have uh, kind of hung in there with us this uh, this first year of the relaunch with all of the sort of strange uh, things that have come along with it. I think uh, you know going into year two, we'll see. That's let's just leave it at we'll see. But I will say that I am uh, incredibly uh, thankful uh, that that so many of you have decided to to give us another shot. Um, uh, you know, would love to see you on the Discord. Uh, and uh, listen, the rest of us are very easy to get in touch with. Uh, Phobes is uh, is available to accept literally anything. So if you want to get in touch with him, please do. Uh, he is awaiting you. Uh, all right, Phobes, I will turn it over to you. Any final words for the year, for the fans? Go ahead. Um, uh, happy New Year. Uh and happy holidays and a uh, nice catch sir. nice catch fucking liberal couldn't even say merry christmas <laughs> no fucking gross <laughs> i'm on i'm i'm on the front lines of the attack nice like it <laughs> i will say this phobes you actually have one of my favorite lines ever uh in uh, in our original version we uh, we were having uh, a discussion on the or on Christmas, and you listed all of these very Christmassy things, and then said, "If anything, Christmas has declared war on me." <laughs> and that was that was one of uh, that was one of your shining gems. Uh, all right, uh, all right, Tony. Uh, la- last words for the year. Go ahead, buddy. Well, there's a couple of things. First, I want to do a bit of self promotion. Uh, my beer recipe um, is on tap at Mafco. Has been for a little while, but my beer now is officially in cans and on sale for takeaway packages. So anybody in the Mafra region, come to the brewery, buy some takeaway cans. The second thing... can tell you where that is, Did you want to know the details? Mafra is 250 kilometres from Melbourne in Australia, Southern Hemisphere. Uh, It's an island. It's also a continent. Um, And, yeah, so come check us out. You can check us out on Google. But the other thing is um, to quote... Um, a badly um, done promotion by one of our supermarkets in Australia that they put on their bags that you put your ham in. Mary, ham mass. Mary Hamas. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. That's uh, that's it. Have uh, have a wonderful uh, new year. We will be back uh, next year with more. Uh, let's just call it content. Let's just call it content. Why? <laughs> Why describe it in any kind of way that we may or may not be able to deliver on with more content? I, uh, I thanks, prefer everybody. to we'll say to death and soon. despair, yeah. but you can say content. <laughs> All right. And we're out.